Good day. Hello. What's good? What's good, Ronnie? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Damien? Oh, it's a beautiful Sunday. Got in my workout, and now I'm ready to hit the show. Get the show you started. Awesome, awesome. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the R and D Experiment. We're glad you're with us. Where our motto is: research and develop yourself. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's our motto. I think we're gonna stick with it for a while. Right. Wow. Let's just get straight into the show, man. Um. Yeah, yeah we've been talking, talking. Uh. Yeah. About, yeah. This. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this show is more so talking about um our life as far as what's going on. Well, we're starting it off with about our life and how we seen our life going about because. Everybody should at least have a plan for where they want to be and what they want to do. And at, at this age, uh, the demographic of our audience, hopefully you guys are in that area where you're planning out your life and making, um, decisions and what you really want and what, what you think is quality, what's a, a quality life, um, as far as money, jobs, families, um, promotions. Whatever it may be. And, um, I think that's what, that's what we're going to start off with this morning. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, the reason that this came up is because. You about discussing this week. Okay. Huh? We discussed this, um, earlier this week. Just, you know, talking, yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about our ideas of mm-hmm. what we want. Yeah. What we want in life. But, you know, I, I, I looked at my life, honestly. And turning around at 23, I realized shockingly that I don't really have a life plan. It's interesting because, you know, when you're in college, people ask, what are you going to, what are your plans? What are your goals for the next five to 10 years? You tell them, but it's really just something that you make up. Exactly. It's like when when they ask you a question, that question, like in kindergarten, what you want to be when you grow up and you say fireman or police officer or doctor, you're just making that shit up. (laughs) Yeah, you don't, you don't really know. You don't don't really have a a clue. You honestly, I'll tell you this. When I was, what, I, I think it was in elementary school, like fifth, fourth grade. Um, we went out on a field trip. Remember field trips? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we went on a field trip to um the legislature in the Virgin Islands of the Virgin Islands and all the children had to go around and sit in a chair, right? Okay. okay. So all the children went around and sit in all of the, you know, the senator's chairs and then the senator at large and then the um the the senate president's chairs and a chair that I found cuz I ran to the middle was the lawyer's chair. And all of us were dressed up in our nice, you know, like suits. And so I sat in the lawyer's chair and I didn't have to do anything. Right. I got to sit down, put my feet up on the chair. I mean, on the desk. Okay. No one told me anything. I, I just listened to everyone else. I was just chilling because the chair was soft and nice. And from that point on until probably, you know, later when I had to go to college, that's what I wanted to be, a lawyer. Okay, Just because you, wanted, you wanted to be a lawyer when you went to college. 
No, not not. I mean, before that. I mean, after oh, when, okay. I, when I started going into you know into like high school and had to make a decision, then you know things changed. Right, but okay. I wanted to be a lawyer just because of that. And and a lot of times, you know, we make our decisions based off of you know things like that. You know, things that happen in our life. You say, okay, I see a fireman on the street. I want to be that, but we haven't experienced enough of life to say. Um, you know, this is actually what I'd like to do. So, so if you have to explain as far as your college degree, how did you come about becoming a marketing major? What influenced you? Because, you know, college is that point in your life where you decide where you want to go and um, the trajectory of your life. So how did you come to yeah. that decision of marketing? And, I, and I, then I'll give my piece about my aspect as well. Yeah. Yeah. How you got yours. Um, For me, it it really came about through like a, I guess a series of events, but one of the biggest influences was the movie Kate and Leopold. Have you ever watched that movie? Nah, Kate and Leopold. Can can give us a quick, Jack- a quick a quick synopsis of that movie? Yeah, so that movie, right? Um, I don't know if you know the guy who invented elevators. He's from like the eighteen hundreds. Okay, so. This, this, there's another guy, right, who is the ex of Kate, right? So Kate is like this marketing, um, you know, manager at her company, okay. you know, coming up with ad creative stuff. Um, she, I mean, her ex finds a way to time travel and he time travels back in time and he finds, you know, and he like just, you know, is around taking pictures and he's in the time of the guy who invented the elevator, mm-hmm. right? Who's played by Hugh Jackman? So Hugh Jackman sees him. He runs after him because he's like, "What are you doing here? This is a private party." Okay. Okay. So he runs after him, and he accidentally gets pulled into the future. And then Leop- Leopold and Kate, you know, they have this romance. <laughs> it's, it's a romance. This is how you came about your marketing degree. Well, <laughs> yeah. So long story short, um. End of the movie, they ended up together. So, I said, let's, you know, let's, let, let, let me become a marketing manager. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, as for me, how I came oh, about, actually, um, what's that? Go ahead. Yeah. As far as me, how I came about being an accounting major is really, um, from a teacher that was, um, it was, he was really helpful in it. He was a guy from Bob, when I was living in St. Croix, he was a, a teacher from Barbados and he was teaching us accounting and he made accounting fun as far as, he made it fun and we, me and him had a connection because we both liked soccer. So like after school, me and him would be playing soccer with these, you know, with the, some other guys in the community or whatnot. So we had a good connection. And I think from that, his name was Mr. Francis, a guy from Barbados. He was buffing everything. He was like, a, a good role model, and uh, from since then, I was like, you know what, I want to do accounting, and um, that's how it came about making my choice. Wow, that's 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 a much better reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but but it's, it's yeah, it's really funny because like 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 I said, you know, when when you know you you actually choose your major and then you go to college, a lot of things change. And, and there's kind of, I just want to talk about this for a second. There's kind of a stigma of, 
you know, staying in college for too long, especially when you get there. Um, okay. And, you know, just being around and not, you know, changing majors and being, you know, in, in, in there, you know, just not being sure, being indecisive. Okay. Um, just for example, you know, there's so many people I knew growing up and who would be in college for, you know, a extended amount of time. And I would, and, 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 you know, I would be like, is that supposed to be? Aren't you supposed to go for four years and finish? So when I went, that was my goal, but is it really, you know, something that's bad? Cause now yeah, that I look back at it, mm-hmm. it's, it's really not bad because that's the time where you make your decisions. A lot of times we want to make our decisions a little bit too early. What do you think? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I would say again, that's, that's all about planning your life. So sometimes you change majors. Definitely do that once you figure out, okay, this is not for me and whatnot. I might take a little while. But I believe um, it's important for you to actually have the courage or the yeah the, the yeah the strength to do that because you know yourself and you know what you're about. So yeah. making those decisions are never easy, but once you make them, they're very necessary and they will pay off in the end. Yeah, I mean, so if we're talking to someone who doesn't really want to change because of pr- pressures, because of you know pressures against you, you know pressures against your pocket. I right. think in the long run it's gonna work out. Especially if it if it comes to, you know, your happiness. I think we well, I'm not sure, but for me I'm kind of, you know, in a good place. When I first came out of college and started working, um where I was working was really close to sales and I hated it. Um it was stressful. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had a you know a terrible schedule. And I really kind of, you know, regretted a little bit, you know, what I chose. But later I found out, you know, different aspects and avenues of my career and I was able to exploit them. And I became, you know, now I'm satisfied with where I'm at, where I'm at, what I'm doing. You know, it it really opened up things to make me enjoy what I do. So that's not the case for everybody. There might be people who even after college, are gonna have to make a, a 180 life shift. Yeah. So. Definitely. Definitely. And, and it's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Because once you know yourself and once, once you're determined and really motivated about what you want to do now, um, it's always gonna pay off in the long Because uh, I think you have heard a quote that says, once you find something that you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. So that is the mentality or the idea you want to have for your life. Yeah, but and, what, if, um, what if you love what to if, do nothing? No, that's <laughs> not an option. You don't work a day that's, like, not an option. that's not an option. <laughs> okay, but 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 hmm. honestly, right? We we wanna we wanna kind of look, you know. I'm I'm what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look at my my you know supposed made up five-year or ten-year plan when I was in college when people used to ask me. And now... and Is it different now? Huh? Is it the same? Is it different now or is it the same? It's really not. Well, now that I think of it, it might be. But here's what my plan used to be. My plan, and I never believed it when I said it, honestly, because I have no idea. I just go with the flow. If you know me, I'm just a flow guy. I'm a vibes guy. Just go with the vibes. But I used to say, yeah, so I'm going to work for a few companies, you know, and then I'm going to open up my own marketing firm 
and you know um you know market for companies and create advertisements and things of that nature um but i never believed that <laughs> I, I really didn't know what was going to happen after college i just wanted to have a job and you know get paid and be like be like the people that i saw came out of college and just because when you were in college, you were, you, you always heard the murmurs, ah oh, man, can't wait to get out of here. And, and honestly, now that I think of it, a lot of the people who couldn't wait to get out, I don't know what they're doing now. I don't know where they were going, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just wanted to get out just, just so I could be like, I did it in four years and, right. and that was my real goal. But, right. but now, you know, um, Three years removed from UVI, I am, you know, living on my own and I honestly don't have goals. <laughs> so I think, you know, because life changed so much, you don't know what's going to happen next. So right now I think is a great time for us to set some goals. Okay. Um, okay. So, so um, what, well, for me, uh-huh. as far as, um, well, I must say, in, if I look at really at my, the way I wanted my life to go, came about in like my junior, senior year. That's yeah. where I like, like, oh, okay, let's make a plan today. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so gladly again, luckily another professor, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Gauss, Dean Gauss, yeah. uh, he was influential in making um, some decisions. As far as, you know, guiding me, I give me advice. And one decision that I want, uh, or I am looking to attain or, uh, or whatnot is getting my certifications as far as in the accounting field. Yeah. Now, I don't want to be the generic guy who gets, you know, gets this CPA, then works for a big four firm and then leaves a big four firm and then works for someone else. I think that's kind of played out and the, 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 it, there's so many people who do that. It's like you're trying to compete with everyone else. And I'm trying to make a market for myself. So what I'm trying to do is get my CMA, which is Certified Managerial Accountant, and yeah. work for a company and then start my own business, definitely. So, um, because this once I've did, done a little bit of research as far as the certification aspect of it. And... What I've been seeing or been told is that the CMA is a more practical um, certification to use as far as you use it every day on your job. And that's something I really see as valuable. And um, and I think I want to go that route. I plan to go that route. And I am, um, that's where my eyes is fixed on right now. I'm yeah. working, I'm working for jobs here and there. I'm not sure which industry I want to go into. That's the, that's the real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've had some opportunities to go in some industries that I didn't feel comfortable with. One was like buying debt from, um, um, consumers and whatnot. That was one I wasn't comfortable with. Another was working, actually working in a, a small CPA firm. I can't be behind the desk all day. It, it doesn't, I can't, I can't keep still behind the desk. It's just, Mm-hmm. It's not me, but um, hopefully I, I'm gonna find that industry that really speaks to me. I, I'm really passionate about, and from there on out, um, I can have another five year plan for me. 
That sounds that sounds great. Now, quickly for the for the listeners, um, what's the difference between CMA and the other one? <laughs> okay, so CMA and CPA. Um, CPA is a certified public accountant. Very much so um, popular in the United States. Very much so desirable among accountants, aspiring accountants. And yeah. um, it's a certification that gives you a lot of experience in auditing, a lot of experience in government accounting, a lot of experience in tech, um, which is business environment concepts, one in financial uh, reporting. And all that is good because it really helps as far as doing reporting, assessations, and audits. As far as the CMA, CMA is more so that certification where CEOs and general managers um, go for. Um, it gives you the idea of looking inside and outside of a business, inside and outside of a business. I'm looking at the business environment, looking at the business strategy, planning for casting, budgeting. Um, then you're doing a financial analysis. So those those skills, I to me, um, in my view, are really valuable and. Business would be um, appreciative of a person who has that skill set, and it really adds at the pace of how society is going. That certification keeps you um, as far as updated, as far as the practices. Because soon from now, I guess this is for another discussion. AI technology is going to be taking over the business sector um, a lot, and. Um, and this certification that I'm pursuing really helps me stay ahead of it, so I don't oh. um, become obsolete. In mm, exactly, exactly, because you have your turbo taxes and all of those things. Um, right. So I'm just trying to stay ahead of the game instead of I'm um, just trying to ride the wave. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 interesting, and I'm glad you explained that. So now I understand. I need help with my taxes, by the way. I need. Help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do quickly, right? Before we go on to our next topic, um, right. we just want to kind of give like an outline or a guideline of, you know, a, a good way to, you know, set your goals moving forward, especially in a changing world and a changing environment right. where you don't know what your next step, you know, would uh, be. And for <clears throat> instead of, you know, I was going to do it for me and maybe we could do it for you, but instead of that, how about we do it for this podcast? You know? Yeah, definitely. I would do that. And um, I, I really want to start off this point because it's this is very is a very good uh, topic to talk about. And one thing that I find that is very helpful is to always stay updated as far as mm-hmm. you know, know the business sector, the the, um, the industry that you're in, as far as what's happening, yes. what's um, or the business industry that you're interested in, and what it takes to reach to those um, kind of roles you look for. One thing I do. Um, that I, I don't know if you guys want to practice, but what, one thing I do is that, like, if I'm job hunting or looking for a job, I usually look for those jobs that have high paying salaries, a hundred thousand plus salaries, yeah. right, right? And once I look, once I find those jobs, I look at the job description and see what kind of skills that person needs to have to have that salary range. And once I find those skills are, I try to practice them now. As far as, as much as I know and as, as much as I can research. And I think that's a good practice that, um, 
I, I would like to share with you guys. So I was updated and I also look for roles that you know you want to be in the next 10, 5 years and see the skills, the, the, the knowledge that you need to have to attain that, um, goal. Yeah, definitely. So that's, that's a really great idea. You know, staying updated is going to help you know, you know, what the future holds because if you, if you plan for now, you're actually planning for the past in the future. Right, you know, right, right. for now, with a future plan, you have to look at what's going to happen in the future. And that's why things change so much. Another one is, you know, you have to know, you have to, like, you know, internalize and search within yourself to see who you want to be, what right. your, you know, what your, what you want yourself, when you, what you want, you know, your role to be. If you want to be kind of, the, you know, the boss, if you want to be your own boss, if you want to, um, be, feel secure and have, you know, job security, if you want to, you know, take more risks, if you want to live in this place, you want to be in that place. Um, these questions now are not the easiest to answer. And that's one of the things about it because this question is not easy to answer. You sometimes, you know, we kind of go with the flow. And we just, you know, choose what's available. But if we can hammer down the answers to these questions and say, you know, I definitely want to, you know, be a beekeeper in Alaska. In Alaska, a beekeeper of this particular type of bee is definitely what I want to do. You know, I will not rest until this is accomplished. Then it really helps you to narrow down, you know, what the steps will be to get there. If you're like, I just want to be successful. I just want to be famous. I just want to be good. Then it's not going to help you find, find your way. And you're going to find unhappiness instead of, you know, joy and peace when looking for, you know, the elusive good, the elusive, you know, happiness, the elusive, um, success. Right. right. But it's never, it's never going to be what you want when you, you know, turn on your, your social media. You're going to see other people. You know, living a successful life and you're like, I thought I wanted this, but now I want that. Right. So, you know, it's really important to, to nail down very, very specific things that you want in your life and right. go for those goals. And once those goals are, you know, set, you're going to be focused for those things instead of, you know, torn. Right. Right. And, um, one thing I think this whole idea it calls for a lot of self-awareness. As far yeah. as I, one thing I, I like to take into consideration is what does a quality life look like for me? As far as w- what things need to happen in my life to say, okay, I am satisfied because I'm, I think satis- when you, satisfaction is what everyone wants. If mm-hmm. it satisfies you, I, I say go for it. That's what you want. That's who you are. Yeah, and it really calls for um, self-awareness of what you think a quality life looks like. Definitely, definitely. So use those tips and, and, and you know, as your life evolves, to keep evolving with it and keep, you know, keep your goals in check. Right. And, and the next episode, we'll come up with our goals for this podcast. You can get, you guys can be, you know, involved in the process of us sorting out our goals and you see, you know, what we do, what we don't do. Um, maybe comment some ideas, what you want to see. 
Right, right. But but um, speaking of of you know goals, life goals also you know kind of categorized into um, sections. You know what type of life you want, and I've been thinking about this as well, especially because I have in my email Zillow, which is the you know the <laughs> houses. Keeps yeah. on popping up in my email and. It's showing me some nice houses now. Currently, I'm renting, um, but in my mind, I think, wait, what if I got one of these houses, you know, and kind of planted myself here? And then I think of all the YouTube channels of people traveling the world and doing all these cool, crazy things, and it kind of, you know, has me torn about, you know, living like a traditional type of life or the new style of life like millennial style of life mm. and i think you were leaning on the millennial style yeah um millennial style as far as when it comes to that kind of that uh, that area millennials are more so um renters as far as they keep moving changing from job to job where the traditional person would stay at a job for say a 30 years and then retire or whatnot um yeah. i'm i'm I don't know what's the pros and cons as far as the millennial style and the traditional style, but as far as I can see for the traditional style, it kind of limits you as far as you don't have a lot of experiences in different areas because you, Mm -hmm. you really, you, um, you stayed at one position or one company for, uh, most of your life. And, um, that kind of adventure, doesn't happen in the traditional um, career setting as far as the focus is just about making up money, paying those bills, buying a new house, and um, that's pretty much it. Well, <clears throat> millennials on that area as well are more so trying to um, learn different areas, learn different markets, and um, have different um, set of goals as far as not necessarily buying a house, but just more so going on the idea of having experiences, um, valuable experiences that they can talk about or they um, have place in their memories. And what's your idea on a traditional though? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to, for this conversation, I want to stay on the traditional side because I think the traditional side, you know, has been losing traction, has been, um, you know, um, being forgotten. And there might be some cool things about it. For example, um, when you're a renter, right? Unless you're, you know, rich. If you're living on a budget or living paycheck to paycheck, which we do not recommend, you definitely want to live on a budget. Right. But if you're living paycheck to, I mean, if you're living, you know, on a, on a small budget and you're in that renter lifestyle, you can't add all of the smart tech to your apartment because they won't let you. You can't put in the lights that turn colors. I mean, you can't do that, but you can't put in like the, the door and then talk to Alexa and say, Hey, Alexa, um, you know, unlock my door. You can't do it. That's, that's, that's what, <laughs> that's a limitation you say. That's yes. 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 And, and, and here's the thing, right? With a home, you're gaining equity, you know? It's an investment. You're building up to something, you know? So so when you get a home, 
in 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 the future, let's say you want to have a family, they have something you know to hold on to. They have something to grasp. When you're gone, they can do you know whatever with it. They can add the new technology to your home. Even they can rent it out if you have like two stories, whatever, whatever. Da 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 da. Mm. So there's that. Also, you know, some people like me, for example, right? Let's say today I woke up, you know, at seven in my mind, but I didn't get out of my bed until 10. Now you, on the other hand, what did you do this morning? Oh, I went for a nice run. I had to, you know, try to stay fit. You know, it's summertime, almost summertime. That's another thing. Time for summer shredding. Time to get in shape, man. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. And and follow follow him on Instagram because oh, yeah. I woke up and I I looked on Instagram and I was like, ah, oh, look at this do good. <laughs> but yeah, man, I recommend. Follow us on Instagram. I'm Damien. You can, I think you can call, uh, find me on Damien James Twenty Two. What's your username, Ronnie? Red Eye Ronnie. It's Red Eye Ronnie. Shameless plug. But you know there are some benefits of. Of, of living, you know, the kind of, you know, quote unquote traditional lifestyle. Right. And it, but it, but it does come down to, you know, what you want. I know a lot of our, our listeners are gonna, you know, want to travel the world, um, have so many different experiences. Mm. But in, 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 in my mind, I see that there is a place, you know, if we can manage it to, you know, buy a house to, um, you know, invest in a, in a, in a location to, you know, build a life somewhere. Mm. It is, you know, manageable. It is something that we need to think about even now because like where I am, there are some great deals on houses. And, and, and when you, when you, when you go and buy a house, it's actually like around the same price as renting. If you think about it, if you look at the prices, if you, when you look at the prices, it's the same prices as renting. Okay. So that's why I was torn cuz I'm renting and I don't get anything from it but then if I mortgaged then I would be getting something from it and then what happens when you just decide you want to leave and not pay? Like what are they going to do? <laughs> I don't know. They are probably going to do something bad. I didn't research it. I didn't research uh, it. Okay. But yeah, are there any other like um differences between um the traditionalist style and the millennial uh, style? Uh, well, I, again, I, I really touched on it as far as the experiences, as far as having a, a millennial kind of lifestyle where you move from job to job. And I think that alone keeps the excitement in your life. Um, mm-hmm. traditional lifestyle, again, is good, very stable mm-hmm. way to live your life. And, mm-hmm. but the, what you give up is, or oh, what's not really present is that excitement in career excitement that you get yeah. with mill- millennials. And, um, it's, it's up to you really. If you really like that, again, I think you were touching it. If you like that, um, I'm working for a company that has high risk or, you know, like those tech companies who make big and they're gone and stuff like that, startups, all that yeah. stuff. And, um, if you really like that lifestyle, um, that's really up to you. And, um, yeah, it's all down to personal preferences. 
Yeah, definitely. It's, it's about personal preference. For example, you know, there's this one guy who created the, the technology that scans your face on Snapchat and puts a filter mm. on it. Once he created that, he sold it for like 50 million. And then he and his family are just traveling around the world. Really? And they're that forever. Yeah, you see? Yeah. So, you know, just get rich. That's, that's what we're saying. <laughs> just get rich. Make that money. But, you know, about someone who was rich and now is poor, it's a sad story. If you want to get into it. Oh, yeah. Um, this is kind of like our, our, you know, like our business watch section right. where we talk about, you know, businesses and, and what's going on in the economy and things like that. Cause it's something that we do need to look at. Yeah. It, what happened? Um, it, we, as when we were kids, we loved going to this place. You know, this is a place where if you got your Christmas gift from here as a kid, you were just like, oh, over the moon, you know, with the trucks and the, the, the action figures and the remote cars. And now, um, and now that, um, society has changed as far as what entertains children these days, um, they just couldn't keep up and Toys R Us just, uh, uh it's, it's a sad, it's sad to see them go out of business, but it was coming. Yeah. I mean, babies R Us shut down with Toys R Us. Yeah. And I really can't see how, like, Toys R Us is already a tragedy. But how did Babies R Us shut down? People are um, not, people, people are always having babies. All the time. How does this model go out of business? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Right? We understand. Times change, you know. The toys change. The, 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 right. the, 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 um, Toys R Us couldn't, you know, couldn't adapt to the times fast enough. They did it, they, because here's, here's where the children are going. They're going, and let's talk about this. They're going to the tablets. They're going to the phones. They're going to the video games. They're okay. actually going to the software instead of the hardware. Like, even when I was growing up, I saw commercials of educational video games that young children would play. You have your Nintendo Wii's. You have your, you know, Switches. Things of that nature where, right. you know, the children playing that instead of, you know, playing with an actual toy. Hmm. They're on their phone, you know, fiddling around and then they, you know, are, are, you know, so technology savvy that they can, you know, do everything. They can play the, the regular games. They can play the, the, you know, more adult games if they want to at 11 and 12. I remember, um, <laughs> I don't know if I can say this, but right. do you remember Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember we were like, what, 12, 13, and there was a copy of that game in the library on the computer. And, like, we used to go <laughs> in and play that game and do some things. I mean, I think you know about the killing. Like, that's that's one thing, but... We, we used to have CJ, who's the main character, go by his girlfriend's house all the time. So I'm just going to leave it like that. But, oh, my goodness. You know, what, kind, what kind of things you get exposed to? When I was young, I was a different person. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, oh. I'm reformed. I'm reformed now. Okay. But 
What I'm saying is the children have access to these things. Even back then, even back then, they had access to these things. So, so, to, so that's just one way that, you know, Toys R Us did not innovate. They didn't see mm-hmm. the trend was, you know, um, software. So now the video game companies are making the big bucks. They only put out one piece of hardware every seven years. And everything else is software. Hmm. So, you know, you put out one phone every year, but you have one phone, everything else is software. So that's really where I see that Toys R Us dropped the ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 sad as far as you when you see businesses not um changing with the times and seeing how they can really attract kids. It, as far as their um customer that's mostly their customers really. They they market to kids. But um yeah, it, it shows you that sometimes you really have to stay updated as no way well, exactly. what's in your business environment. And that's something we really would like you guys to, you know, apply to you guys' life. Exactly. And that's, that goes back to what we were talking about with being updated even in your field, you know, for creating your goals. Because, for example, um, Blockbuster, which is another, you know, tragedy, um, travesty, um, you know, a big uh, chain that went out, a, a light that went out in the distance. Yeah. But that happened because it didn't change with the times. They had a chance to buy Netflix, and I'm sure you know this, um, but they only had a chance to, I mean, they had Netflix, but they didn't. And now mm-hmm. we see what's happening. And mm-hmm. I don't, it's, 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 it's an epidemic in, in the system. And I think it's, it's important that we take this lesson because we, we came from the era and we live in the age currently that, you know, things change so quickly. Things change so fast. And we lived through that. You remember VHS tapes. You even remember cassettes, records, all those stuff. We lived through that. And it all changed and people went out of business. But if we don't, you know, recognize that, then all of the, you know, new opportunities are lost on us. Hmm. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, that's important. And um, I hope that our listeners can see that situation and learn from it and apply um, what, what is not done. What was not done for them and um, apply to their lives. Exactly. So I think... I think that's about it, you know, for today. We, 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 we hit on a few great subjects and I think, you know, we can learn from this and, and continue ourselves to be better people and to live in, you know, houses with nice technology and talk to Alexa. So that's it for this episode of R&D Experiment. If you liked and you listened to the end of the episode, um, you know, leave us a comment. Tell us what, what, what we did right. Tell us what we did wrong. And mm-hmm. we can, we can hear from you guys. Um, it's been awesome talking. Yeah, man. And talk to you soon. Have a great day. Have a great day. Peace. Peace.